Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, baseball! You know, the beauty of baseball is you can sit next to your neighbor and have a conversation, or you can just completely ignore them. Baseball spoken here. It's time for the second game of our radio doubleheader. That is a reviewable play, but the Yankees choose not to review it. A swing and a drive to deep right, away back, off the pole, Francisco Lindor. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch, a deep dive on baseball and the hottest topics in sports. It's 2-2 two to two in the bottom of the sixth, and I just can't get my eyes off that man with the tall head. It's quite a game, but man, that guy is ugly. You know that guy hasn't blinked this entire game? Just a dead-eyed idiot out on a Thursday afternoon. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch. We're going to be awesome for you right now. On 1080. Hey, one for one, that's about a thousand, dude. That's baseball, baby. Help us, please. Somebody help us. The Fan. Yeah. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crumble. Welcome to the second hour of the Hot Corner. We do this bad boy every single Wednesday night. Fair or foul debuts at 830. I'm excited for this. Mostly because it's a, it's a segment in which I don't have to prep for. No, you just get to be hot take man. That's what I'm super jacked about. You know me and hot takes. You love them? Uh, I don't know how to spell hot takes, so. Mm, okay. You don't have hot takes. You just have right takes. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm excited because we're going to get confident Joe's. takes. We're going to get Joe's hot takes, too. See, you have arrogant takes. I have confident takes. Mm, got it. Gosh, I wish we could go back and find out what the, exactly the statement is that I We said. talked about this off the air for like 10 minutes one one night. I forget mm-hmm. if it was the other day or whatever. We couldn't remember what the two words you used to describe for Bryce Harper were. Yeah, because we liked Nolan Arenado because he was flashy and confident. Well, it was Machado, but yeah. Oh, yeah, Machado. Because he's flashy and confident. And we don't like Bryce Harper because he's arrogant and something. I, I'm going to go with cocky and something. Mm. Okay. Because arrogant and cocky are kind of the same thing. Maybe a listener will know. Maybe maybe a P1 of the show who has listened every single week for the last couple of years will remember what the words were. But I cannot remember for the life of me. But uh, we get Joe's hot takes because the whole point is that we get to give our hot takes fair or foul, and then he gets to tell us if we're right or wrong. And also, didn't we decide that we're going to do basically two opinion things and then two like trivia-based things? Yeah, I'll lay it all out. When the segment starts, I'll give you guys the description, the quick rundown of it. But yes, basically, it's kind of like a true or false on fact and opinion-based uh, questions and statements. So. I'm excited for the trivia because I I think Joe's going to find some deep stuff that we're not going to know at all. <laughs> I know. I'm really pumped about it. It's really going to test knowledge. Uh, coming across on the fan text line at 55305, uh, listen, catch this stat, Mike. I don't know if you saw this or not. Before the start of today, most teams have played 10 or 11 games 
And there have been 12 ejections oh. as end of play last night. Today there's already been like eight. Yeah, so we're going to throw more on that. So there's going to be... Is this going to be the Rashid Wallace season of the major leagues? Because <laughs> that would be awesome. You know what's going to draw fans the potential for a fight every night? Without a doubt, dude. <laughs> fighting in baseball is awesome. Real fighting. Yes. Not fake fighting. Not pushing. You can throw haymakers and miss haymakers. You cannot throw gloves and run away. Okay. <laughs> right, Luis Perdomo? Yeah. Okay. Come on now. Haymakers and miss? Okay. Throwing gloves and running? Not okay. All right? I feel if, like... If you are the guy that threw the baseball at the dude, you cannot run away from him. Like, you're just a jerk. You know what I mean? Can we keep this I'm going to drill this guy in the head, but if he comes after me, peace. Yo, someone, Hosmer, you got my back? You know, that's short Mark dude. Mark McGuire, you're still yeah, on roids. You're going to punch him for me? That short dude at the party that punches the big dude and then yells everybody, hold me back, hold me back. And it's like, nobody's holding you. Why are you pushing us backwards? <laughs> <laughs> Can we keep this as a thing throughout the year for various situations of baseball or non-baseball related things? Don't be the guy who throws the glove and runs away. Yeah. It's a fact. Because it's going to make me laugh every time because I'm going to remember he throws the glove and then backpedals. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you started this. Don't be the guy that throws your glove and runs away. Yeah. It's not it. cool. It's not cool. Don't do it. Uh, Michael, outside of your Yankees being the dominating factor and the fact that you didn't watch the Masters on Sunday because you were watching a meaningless Yankee game. Um, also, I just don't care about golf that much. That's fine. I was just poking at you. Um, what has caught your eyeballs in the last few days? Well, uh, Aaron Judge is really... No, I'm kidding. Um, he actually is, though. Yankees, I, that is, Yankees, Yankees. That is one thing I did want to bring up here, and just really quick, I know I don't, want to, I don't want to harp on it and be too much of a homer, but Aaron Judge has stopped striking out the same way he did last year, which is a huge positive. He is hitting the slider away by just poking it into right field, getting a single. He's flying out on those pitches. And I'm okay if he gets out by flying out versus striking out because I was he would have some bad at-bats last year, and that's kind of done with. So that's my my brief Yankee point from the stuff that I've been watching. My, my one, And I want to talk about it. The Mets, what? The New York Mets with an infield of Todd Frazier, Estrubal Cabrera, and uh, Adrian Gonzalez. Are, and somebody else that we don't know who it is. Are 10-1? <laughs> And they've won eight games in a row. And your former pitching coach is a baseball whisperer and is NL amazing. manager of the year. What? And they beat the Nationals a bunch of times. The the team that always beats the Mets is the Nats. And they didn't so far this year. They've played them six times, five times already. I think it all boils down to some timely hitting. There has been timely hitting for the Mets. They're not really blowing people out. A lot so, of timely hitting, yeah. Yeah, they're they're not just an offensive juggernaut. They're they're scraping together some some hits here and there. But the big thing for me, man, is that staff. Thor's looked great. Uh, uh, Degrom looks like the nasty Degrom we can't wait to see. Harvey's pitching decent. Steven Matz is pitching well. Dude, Zach Wheeler gave up two hits today mm. in seven or eight innings. I didn't see. I didn't. I don't remember the the amount of innings he threw today. But like, are you serious right now? Like, your five-man rotation is filthy, and your manager is a pitching coach? They used to have Kluber, Carrasco, and Bauer, and Salazar, and you just walk into these Mets studs? I like that team, man. They need hitters badly, badly. Well, Cespedes is probably the worst hitter on the team right now, and he's making the most money. 
I, I here's the thing. It's the same thought I have with fantasy is I struggle to say, let's all go in all in the Mets, right? Because right. 10 and one's a great start. I don't think the Mets have ever started 10 and one if I've, if I've read correctly, but what did we talk about before the season? Their pitching staff, if healthy, would be really good, mm-hmm. but could they hit? Right. And you just said it. They're having timely hits. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily hitting the, the, the cover off the ball. Um, Jay Bruce did have a big grand slam. I remember that. Uh, Conforto's back and healthy, which is good for those, those of us who follow him here in the Northwest. But I, I'm a little bit cautious in a division that includes the Nationals to just give them at the division right now and say they're the favorites because the Nats are still the better team. And they don't even have Daniel Murphy back, who is the Mets killer after all. Um, that is, that's that's kind of where I'll say maybe maybe they've inserted themselves into the playoff picture. Maybe they've inserted themselves into the wild card picture, which we kind of just left for the NL West this year. Mm-hmm. But again, it's way too early for me to consider saying that too. It's 11 games. I th- I Anything think, can happen. I think one thing that is exciting, though, is the National League East is in full rebuild mode. Well, yeah. the, the Mets aren't for some reason because no, the their Mets offense is full of old dudes. They're in New York, and I feel like they have to keep winning. Right, but Atlanta, Philly, Miami, those guys are in full rebuild mode right now. Yes. I'm not going to lie. I don't think the Mets are, like, for real, but I like that it's not just the Nationals, that the Mets might be a tough out now. I, I mean, I think the Braves are going to be a little bit of a tough out, and Any, I think the Phillies are going to be a little bit of a tough out. But to have a team that might actually be super solid in that division is kind of nice to hear. Any division that has more than one team fighting for the top is going to be very interesting. And you're right. The the Braves have actually looked really good so far. They're 7-5 and five this year. Yeah, I love it. And I, I'm not sure how sustainable it is because their pitching staff is not good. Well, but... I don't even know if they have five guys that can start. But their lineup is pretty interesting. Got some good mm-hmm. young guys. Same with the Phillies. Yep. The Phillies lineup all of a sudden looks interesting. I mean, hell, they put up 20 runs in the game already this year. It was crazy. But you're right. The NL East is interesting. That's that's a big talking point so far in my mind for, for baseball. Uh, another one for me in terms of teams that are struggling, uh, both the Giants and the Dodgers can't hit. They played each other a bunch, and they finished a lot of games one nothing, but they can't hit. Neither team can hit. No. And what's funny is Joe Panic can hit. Yeah, Joe that's Panic's it. the only one who can hit, and Kutch is clutch apparently. But that's it. But that's it. But then he goes zero for four in a game that doesn't matter. And Longoria is not even hitting like 0-40 right now. Uh, called it. But the the thing that's interesting to me about those teams is or especially for the Dodgers, is finally the year that I back them. And I'm like, ah, oh, I, I get it now. I understand is when all the good the good hitters who weren't good are now not good again. Well, see, that it's, was... Again, it's early. This is all just really like hot take early opinions. These, mm-hmm. these aren't like surefire things, but I they can't hit. But see, that's your problem, Mike. You if 33 like, runs each. You were like, oh, now I get why they're good. They're good because I don't know why they're good. <laughs> that's not a good enough reason, Mike. I stuck to the guns, and I still think they suck. You know who, who has more runs than them? Who? The Tampa Bay Rays. Ooh, that's that's bad. Have you seen them hit this year? Uh, No, I haven't seen them hit if you catch my drift. I do. <laughs> uh, the weird team for me, since we're doing teams real quick, and we'll make this quick because we got to get out of here. Uh, and this is kind of backs your, like, on the Mets thing. Like, I'm not ready to go all in on the Mets because, sure, their pitching staff is great, but they got, you know, a bunch of old dudes in the infield. Uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates are 8-3. and three. Yeah, what? <laughs> but it's because they played, like, Detroit and Cincinnati. You know, 
It's like, let's let's also keep in mind who we're playing here. It's early in the season. You know, don't freak out. If you're a Dodger fan, they're four and six right now. Or if you're losing your mind, you should quit watching baseball. Okay? It's like... It's okay to be annoyed at a game-by-game basis, but after the game, you should be able to look big picture and say, okay. You look at Giancarlo Stanton, you're like, oh, my God, why is he striking out? I'm freaking out. I'm going to boo him at Yankee Stadium. It's like, okay, let's pump the brakes here. We have played 10 games, 11 games, maybe 12. There's 150 left to go. Let's chill. Yes, I agree. 33-23, 33-23, Blazers leading the Jazz, 9.40 left in the second quarter. We'll try to keep you guys updated throughout the show on that. When we come back, some more news and notes and observations from our first two weeks of baseball. On the hot corner, Portland sports leader, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris, Joe Fisher behind the glass, 1080 The Fan. This is the hot corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. It's kind of like if you heard the new JT song, JT album, it's pretty good, but you just can't judge it right off the bat. Like you gotta like let it sink in a little bit, let it speak to you for a minute. That's how almost every album should be judged. Got to give it more than one listen. Yeah, two to three usually gives you a good vibe of the album. If Pirates like are going to the World Series, man. They're seven and three, eight and three. They're killing it right mm. now. Uh, just give it two to three more listens, okay? Yeah, all right. Then you're going to know that it's not very good. Mm, <laughs> true. Or at least that it's not going to win the World Series. Yeah. It's more of like a five, six rated album, not a nine and a half. However, Jameson Tyen might win the World Series. Uh, he's really good. He's really good, man. Yeah. Yeah, my favorite young pitchers. Well, they survived kinda, cancer, so. That are, that are kind of showing right now are, uh, you know, the Luke Weavers of the world, the... The Jameson Tyons of the world. You know, I was sitting James right, Paxton threw I, a pretty good game today. He did. I was sitting in this very chair when I watched uh, Jameson Tyons' first start for the Pirates on Sunday Night Baseball. We were putting it on the fan here. And, yeah, I feel like I started my career with him almost. So, kudos to Tyon. Yeah, you got a little little man crush on him? I do. I, I got do. A, I got a big man crush on him, too. Yeah, 14 I, and a third innings, five hits, two earned, two walks. 16 Ks in his first two starts. Yeesh. Sexy. Two wins. Sexy. That, that, that's good. That's good. That's good. I like, still want like to Like the know. Mariners motto this year. There's really good, good stuff. I, uh... Did you see that, by the way? No, what? But the Mariners motto this year for their, like, TV commercials is just, Mariners baseball. Good. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Good. And you're like, I don't know what you mean by that. Halfway through the season, Mariners baseball. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mariners baseball in August next year. <laughs> so I do have one more observation that I wanted to throw out there. And that is that the Red Sox hitters who we said needed to have a big year to get the Red Sox back at the top so far are hitting great. I would say so. Uh, Mookie Betts looks amazing. He's hitting everything. Yep. Well, right now he's hitting 405. So, uh, second in the have, American League. I have updated stats at 432. Oh, so now first in the American League. And uh, how about Xander Bogarts, although now on the DL already, was almost hitting 370 when he went on the DL. 
So we talked about how those two guys didn't have seasons up to their par. Now, Betts still had a good year, but he's an MVP-type player. Bogarts was not as good as his usual 340-type hitting. And uh, we mentioned Benintendi was good. Benintendi's actually struggling a little bit, but he'll be fine. It's going to take for those guys to hit for the Red Sox to, to stay up top in the AL East. And so far, they're hitting. Yep, it's going to have to happen because outside of Chris Sale and even late Chris Sale, I got zero, zero faith in that. Uh, let me throw some, just some stats, some fun stats. See who's leading right now. Mookie Betts leads all of, ba- these are all of baseball uh, with 432. Harper's got six dingers. Polanco for the Pirates. Wait, six in 11 games? Yeah. 12 games? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Polanco for the Pirates has got 13 RBIs. That's first. It's a year too late, Gregory. I drafted you last year. <laughs> uh, leading the major leagues in on-base percentage is Robinson Cano at 537. Go, go, Cano. Slugging and OPS are the shortstop for the Yankees. Uh, Didi Gregorius's OPS right now is 1.383. Mm. He's my favorite Yankee. He is. Uh Simmons, Anderson Simmons, the shortstop for the Angels, has 19 hits. Wow. He had a terrible year last year, too. That's good for him. Um, Strikeouts, the second right fielder for the Yankees, or do we decide he's the first? He's the second. He's the second right fielder for the Yankees. Currently, he's their left fielder. Giancarlo. Uh, Wins, Carrasco, but we don't care about wins. Uh, strikeouts, Patrick Corbin with 29. Yeah, he's been really good so far this year. Uh, the Mets are 10-1, and one, maybe because Familia has six saves. Mm. There was a question about whether he would even be the closer because they didn't trust him anymore, but uh, so far, so good there. Uh, most innings pitch is Kluber. That's no shocker. It's going to be Kluber, Kershaw, Scherzer, one of those dudes at the end of the year. Uh, best whip in baseball, .46, Shohei Otani. Dude, his game against the A's, last, his last start... What was it, like 11 Ks in seven innings? I didn't get a chance to watch it. It was 10 Ks in seven innings. But from what I was reading is that they were saying the A's weren't even getting close to touching the baseball or at least making good contact. It was People were saying it might have been the hype of it was being Otani, but people were saying it was the most dominant start they'd seen in a long time. And then they probably watched Kluber the next day throw and not get hit at all. Uh, I believe his name is Kendall Graveman. Correct. Pitcher for the A's. He's given up 14 runs this year. Mm, that's not good. All of them earned. That is ec- extra not. What's his ERA then? Uh, like 29? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, his ERA is, no, it doesn't say. Just says how many earned runs he's given up. Hmm, hopeful. Um, Garrett Richards with 12 walks. Okay. So those are some dudes that suck. Or at least temporarily. Oh, National League earned run average leader. Zach Godley, who was a very highly talked about player on the Diamondbacks. Oh, really? And uh, this year going into drafts and stuff. And so far, he's pitching really well. 0.64 ERA thus far. Um, Speaking of, there is a pitcher for the Red Sox that has given up zero runs. His name is David Price. That's not true. He got lit lit today. Oh. He gave up four runs in the first inning. Then maybe... Then maybe I am not real time. Uh, Yoni Chirinos on the Rays. He has been their starter of their bullpen days. Kendall Graveman has a nine four five ERA. Okay, he has not given up a run, Chirinos. So maybe they just make him a starter. Don't do a bullpen day. He's pitched nine innings in. Nope, that's wrong. He has pitched fourteen and a third innings in three starts and has only given up eight hits, no runs, and he struck out uh, twelve. 
So maybe just make him a starter. You don't need to make a bullpen day, guys. Just make him good. He's, he's yeah. good. Why not? Just Give do him it. some love. Yeah. Uh, Garrett Cole, 0. 0.64 ERA. Mm. Good addition. Max Scherzer, 0. 0.90. Mm. And that was after a bad start, too. Dylan Bundy, 135. Hey! The O's ace being an ace. The O's ace being an ace. Verlander, 145. Boy, the Astros are still going to be good this year. Yep. Keiko got lit last night, but don't worry. Those other two dudes are killing it. They are. <laughs> They're going to be so good. Yeah, I don't really know what to expect this week. I mean, I, I really don't. I really don't freak about anything. I mean, I do like to see guys that are off to hot starts, dudes off to terrible starts, and some teams and that kind of stuff. Like, I'll keep my eyes on the Mets a little bit. Uh, it gives the, you an idea of who to watch for early mm-hmm. in, like, the Mets and the Pirates could be interesting, too. But uh, I think, I mean, I pretty much play business as usual till about late June. Yep. Mid, mid-June. I, I'd say... If, like, if your team is, like, really struggling and you have high hopes for your team and they're struggling mid-June, that's me, when I start For to me, worry. it's mid-May. Is when I start yeah. to get those feelings. Uh, that's that's both in fantasy and in real life. It's it's mid May is when you start to get a real vibe. Like okay, this is who my team is. And of course, that could change with a hot streak or a cold streak here or there. But generally, that's who your team is. Yeah, I always have this. I I take this uh, vacation to Idaho for Memorial Day weekend every year. And every year when I come back, the Indians have won like because I'm off the gr- like off the grid off the grid for like six days, and the Indians have won like. Five of six, or four of six, or four of five, and then completely blow up at some point. Mm. Except for one time, they lost five in a row while I was gone, and they lost in Game Seven of the World Series. There you go. There's yeah. your indication. It's like uh, it's like Puxitani Phil. Yeah. So it's just like don't it's Patrick's out. Memorial Day trip. Yeah. That's the opposite of what's going to happen. Yeah. When I get back, then I'm like, okay, it's time to focus on baseball. All right. When we come back, we will debut. A new segment that we've got here called Fair or Foul, where Joe will put our brains to the test. But first, here he is with sports. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. Three minutes to go in the first half. Blazers up 44-33. You know, it looks like an NBA game, so you can imagine a lot of turnovers, a lot of bad shots, and traveling. That's what this looks like to me. You're such a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm just calling it like I see it. All I see is dudes running up and down the court, not playing any actual, like, cohesive basketball, jacking up crap shots, turning the ball over, and... It It sounds like you're whining. Oh, I'm not whining. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I see. Okay. Whining would be like, how come they don't call that foul? It was fouled. Anyway, fair or foul, speaking of, this is our new segment. Joe, I turn this to you, my friend. Yes, this is fair or foul. So I've got three to five statements or facts or opinions, depending on time, if we can get to all of them. But I will let you guys know ahead of time whether this is a fact or opinion-based question or statement. Okay. And you guys let me know whether it's fair, true, yes, I believe that, or foul, not true, false, no way, out of the park, no thank you. So. Out of the park. I'm excited. Well, I guess a fair ball can be out of the park also. But yeah. anyways, all right, our first <laughs> How do you one. Hit a foul ball out of the park? Would that, that'd have to get really high up there. Yeah. My goodness. All right, next, our first one. Inaugural question on fair or foul. It is a fact. 
based question. Okay. Now, you were going through the leaders uh, just in the last segment. And around this last time, there was a guy that was leading in home runs in the National League. And his name was Eric Thames. And then he completely fell off the face of the planet. I forgot about him. Yeah. And that has continued. Eric Thames has yet to hit a home run this season. Fair or foul? You want to start or you want me to start? Uh, I'm Now, the Brewers have been hitting. Yes. Um, <laughs> that is true. They play baseball. <laughs> Stop. But Lorenzo I mean, Kane, Christian yeah. Yelich. Yep. Ryan Braun. Like those has a couple of uh, walk-offs. Yeah, I think, those cause... guys have been hitting. However, I think Eric Thames sucks really bad. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say foul. That well, he, he has not hit a home run. You should say fair because that's what Joe said. What do you mean? Joe said he has not hit a home run, so you'd say fair. Oh, yes. So then, sorry, learning the game. Hey, learning hey, the game. First game, yeah, he's got it. Uh, that is a fair statement. I'm going to go with foul, and this is solely because I think he's hit one, and I think I saw a highlight of it going to right field. Oh, crap. So I'm, well, no. Mike's cheating. I'm going to say foul just because I think I remember seeing it happen, but I don't feel very confident about it. <laughs> and Mike is right. It is foul. Woo! And not only does he have a home run, he has five and leads the National League. What? Yes. What? You've How got, is that possible? Or actually second in the National League. I forgot about Bryce Harper because he is going crazy with six home runs. But then you got Matt Davidson with five in the AL for the White Sox. But Eric Thames right below Bryce Harper with five home runs. Absolutely not a story either. Last year it was all anyone ever <laughs> talked about. Don't yeah, worry. and everyone's like, let's not do this again. <laughs> this guy's on there the juice go. or something. All right, to our next one. This is opinion-based. Okay. And I believe this either happens Saturday night or Sunday night. Padres versus Astros. And I texted you guys about this. <laughs> I know where you're going. The Padres lost in one of the worst fashions ever. And if you haven't seen it, you need to look it up. Eric Hosmer overrunning a routine infield pop fly. And when I say overrun, like it was overran by four to five feet, like bad. And so I ask, and I honestly say to myself, Eric Eric Hosmer missing the pop out is the worst defensive play I have ever seen. Um, okay. Um, this, <laughs> this, this, this is a weird thing for me. There's a lot of things that play into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's the worst I've ever seen. However, I cannot recall some of the worst I've ever seen. Mm. But I, despite Hosmer winning World Series for the Royals and my dis, my massive despisement for dis- Eric Hosmer. Dislike? Sure, dislike uh, of Eric Hosmer. I do not blame Eric Hosmer for that because, sure, it was routine, but he had to come barreling in from first base because the pitcher steps back and goes, oh, yeah, that ball's up there, and the catcher just stands there and just watches it as he's, like, two feet from where it drops. But Hosmer comes running in. Uh, I will say fair in the sense that it is the worst play I can think of right now that I've ever seen. Uh, I'm going to say foul. Because I thought of one instantly, and it's, I agree with, with Patrick. That's the catcher's fault. That's the, that's the catcher's ball. Everybody's like, oh, Hosmer makes a lot of money. Let's get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, make your money right here, bro. Come it on. was the catcher's ball, or at least he should have told Hosmer he wasn't going for it. Because um, it, is, it is a tough play for the catcher, but that is the catcher's ball. The play that I remember was also a walk-off. It was Cubs-Pirates. And Gregory Polanco in right field, running in to catch the fly ball under it, right leg gives out, he falls and flails at it, and it lands for the game-winning hit. 
Now, I know slipping is also like it's not necessarily his fault, but the image of him flailing about, <sighs> it, it's again, this is all recent too. I'm sure there's been worse ones that, I, that I've seen since I've been alive or even in highlight videos, uh, like the Buckner play, but um, that would be a famous one, of course. But uh, that, at least in terms of recent memory, yeah, the, the Polanco one's going to take the cake for me. If you haven't seen that, make sure you look it up. All right, we go to our third one, and this is also fact-based. Uh, and last, uh, two years ago, we liked to make fun of uh, Logan Morrison because of his uh, terrible batting average. Low Mo. And you guys like to make fun of old man Ryan Zimmerman, even though he's one of my favorite players. And they both had a resurgence last year. Mm-hmm. And are, um, are they doing it again is the question. Logan and Morrison, Ryan Zimmerman, continuing their tear this season. Both batting above 300. And this has to be both together, right? They're both Both either above or below? Yes. Fair or foul? Uh, I'm going to go instantly off the bat foul because I'm pretty sure Lomo sucks. And if Lomo doesn't suck, then I'm just going to sit here and ride it until he does suck. Uh, I'm going to say fair because I believe Lomo's on the Twins now. Yes, that is correct. And I believe he is actually hitting pretty well for them. So I don't know anything about Ryan Zimmerman this year, but I think Lomo's hitting well. So I'm going to say fair. That is foul. Oh, yes. very foul. Thought I was going to go 0 for on this. Logan Morrison is re- returned to form with an 097 average. <laughs> Why did I think he was hitting well? <laughs> and uh, Ryan Zimmerman, um, sadly enough, uh, 111 batting average for old man Zimmerman. Mm. I know. Still early. Don't worry. Lomo can get that batting average to, you know, 085 anytime soon. So he can still go down. <laughs> He's not like at 001. You Is know? he playing every day for the Twins? Though? I think so. He could get into Gary Sanchez territory here soon. Watch out. <laughs> I'll bet you. Sanchez went three for three with two homers and a double. So today. is he over 100 batting average now? I'll check that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last one real quick. This is opinion based. Shoei Otani. He's playing awesome. You saw the odds come out on Bovada. He's a 12 to 5 MVP favorite right now. 9 to 1 odds to win the Cy Young, 16 to 1 to win both the awards. Shohei Otani is the American League MVP this season. He's hitting 122 now. So Ooh, above 100. There you go, Gary. Uh what, Hashtag I am Gary. What's uh <laughs> what's Shohei's batting average? Oh, I don't know. Okay, okay. So so we know he's got three dingers. Right, right. Okay. I'll look it up. <clears throat> I don't need to know. Um, I'm still going to tell you. He's definitely not going to win the Cy Young uh, because anyone can pitch two great games against the A's. Uh, in the American League, I would put my money on other dudes before I put my money on Shohei Otani. Batting 368 with 19 at-bats. And as far as MVP goes, he's not even the MVP of his own team. And he has 19 at-bats. Okay, everyone else that plays every day. has like 20 more. Exactly. So the dude that's hit four dingers that plays on your team is most likely the MVP. That is a sucker bet, and I'll go foul. Yeah, I'm going foul on this one, too, because as much as it's been awesome so far, I can't imagine that it's going to last the entire season this this well, and if it is, then holy cow, did that spring training mean absolutely nothing for him because he got destroyed both hitting and pitching. Uh, but, no, it's going to be some combination of Kluber in the American League and Trout or Betts in terms of being an MVP uh, hitting wise. So yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to go foul on that one. Although he's been a lot of fun. He has been a lot of fun. Yeah. He's trying to keep watching this. He's hitting 364 with home runs and singles only though. So he's not doing much else. Yeah. I don't want to get ahead of my skis. 
But um, and if I stand corrected, MVP gets decided by writers. Correct. The Baseball Writers Association, BBWA. And they like to get over their skis about things a lot. So I'm saying fair. He is going to win the MVP. Job I did. Because he is good. He is good. I think that's uh, been determined. All right. So there it is. Fair foul, fellas. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that as well. I liked the mix of actual facts that we have to be better at knowing. And uh, opinions. I liked the mix of that. It was good. I thought I was really bad at the facts, which means I need to watch more baseball. Hey, you didn't believe Lomo and Ryan Zimmerman were having good seasons. So. You Not, chose. But that was. Yeah, you got that right. That, that's only because I know Lomo. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you chose to watch the Masters instead of baseball, and I, I feel bad about that. Damn right, man. Dude, the Masters are sick. I know the Masters are great, but it's baseball, and that's golf. It's the biggest golf day of the year, Sunday at the Masters. I'm going to skip Sunday of week two of baseball. Why? Why not? You want to do this? I'm just you want to be five-year-olds right now? I'm just poking why? your bear. Why? Why? I know why, why you did it. Why? It why? was just... Why? You, why? You were so adamant. We, we were texting baseball in a group text. I know. And, I and was you like, literally I just said, care. I don't care. I'm watching the Masters. And I said, well, watch this video. You go, nope. Today's a Masters only day. And, and then I'm I, like, dude, it's a video. You could spend two seconds watching it. Nope, Masters. I know. And then I pulled up my phone and watched Otani's perfect get broken up. <laughs> You're just I'm doing it to screw with us. I know I'm a jerk. All right. When we come back, we'll make stuff up as we always do. 1080, The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. So, crazy thing, I'm growing my hair out. And if you know me, you know that I am extremely balding. Yes. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. But one thing made me feel a lot better about that. Did you see that Bryce Harper uses two hair dryers? (laughs) I did see that. On his head? I didn't see the video, like but apparently someone was taping him and walked in on him using two blow dryers. I think his it's hair. his brother. Was it? I think it was his brother and then put him on blast. <laughs> <laughs> like, how about some sibling rivalry right there? Oh, you use two hair dryers? I'm totally posting that. Excuse me. He looks really hot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, his hair is really great. It is amazing. Always. Yeah. I guess that needs two, two blow dryers. I don't know if you need two blow dryers. Well, maybe it's just efficient, right? You go both sides. Boop, 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 boop. I'm moving my hands back and forth with the noises, and it's done. Can I get a mark on that one, please? <laughs> I like that one. What, boop, 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 boop? <laughs> that and the two hair dryers and back and forth with the hands. And I wish I happened to remember that in my brain because I saw it. Because <laughs> I saw it, too. Well, you can remember it. It's called a memory. <laughs> ooh, ooh. <laughs> if I was a tall guy, I'd be like, me remember that. Me think of that tomorrow. <laughs> We did that in the break about Rudy Gobert. You're like, my name's Rudy. I block ball. It's like, come on, man. Well, it's I'm a tall person. I don't sound dumb. I just have a deep voice. Come on. Uh, oh man. Not all the time. I'd sound dumb, dumb sometimes. Like there, right there. I couldn't speak words. Well, I'm kind of crying as Mike starts speaking caveman. <laughs> you start trailing off. You're like, words can't speak. <laughs> Thus proving points. I mean, maybe I did it intentionally. But uh, maybe not. You'll never know. You'll never know. 
You'll never know. Jordan Zimmerman got hit in the face today with a line I did. drive. I did see that. It was like the second batter, too. I saw that. That sucks. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything worth watching tomorrow. Uh, Sonny Gray, Rick Porcello. Yeah. Yankees, Red Sox, always worth watching, even if you hate them. It's just always interesting games. Uh, NHL playoffs continue tomorrow. I'll be watching. Oh, that's what I was going to mention. The Devils are back in it for the first time in six years. I'll be wearing my Marty Brodeur sweater tomorrow. Good. And uh, hopefully we can beat the Lightning, which we probably won't, but hopefully we can. That sounds fun. I'm probably not going to watch. NHL playoffs are great, man. Uh, I do I do enjoy the NHL playoffs. I just will most likely forget about it until somebody puts it on. Um, like I did. I was asking Joe in the break, why are the Las Vegas Golden Knights just the Vegas Golden Knights? Is that their real name? I think so. Yes. Or, or it's not L. It's not up at the top of the screen. It said VGK, which I understand you don't want to do too much. But then the info said, who are they playing? The Kings. The Kings. It's the uh, Los Angeles Kings versus the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, it is just the Vegas Golden Knights. I guess because they have a double name, maybe it's a little easier. Instead of saying Las Vegas Golden Knights, it's just the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, but we're cool with Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim? It's a different sport, Patrick. (laughs) I'm just saying maybe that's the reason. Well, I'm just wondering if that works for anybody else. Like, can you just be like the York Yankees? No, because there's also towns called York. Francisco Giants? Niners. Yeah, the, the Francisco 49ers. Yeah. So I'm reading the Vegas. Uh, uh, that's Golden a Knights. man's name. Sir. I'm reading the <laughs> Vegas Golden Knights uh, wiki page. And Hello, Loss man, too. Was omitted from the team's name uh, because residents tend to refer to the city simply as Vegas. And because a four word name, it would, ha- would have been too long. I got half of it right. Look at that. How lazy are we? <laughs> I just don't want to say Las Vegas Golden Knights. Totes. OMJ. That LAS at the beginning is really wearing me out. Yeah, but then colleges don't follow that because you've got Middle Tennessee State University Blue Raiders. Yeah. yeah That's exactly. six words. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Texas Tech University Red Raiders. It's always the Raiders. It's Why always the colors. It's always those damn Raiders. <laughs> And then you got colleges got to throw the in front of it, like the mighty Washington State University Cougars. I mean, I get it. They're, they're no names. one has ever said that. People definitely say that, Michael. The mighty Washington State Cougars. Yeah, finish that. No, I won't. Yeah, the because mighty. It sounds so silly. The mighty Washington State Cougars. Oh yeah, man. That's what we call it, dude. No. Yeah. No. The only person who's allowed to call it the is Ohio State, and that's it. Uh, the Ohio State University. Well, they can be the Ohio State University. We are the mighty Washington State University Cougars. Yeah, okay. We used to be the uh, the, the Terriers, I believe. Little doggies? Yeah, little doggies. When we were Washington State College Terriers. Wasn't that what one mascots of the... Mascots were pink and blue because that's what the sunset looks like. <laughs> it actually does. It's quite gorgeous. Actually, Syracuse's colors used to be pink and blue too, I think. Yeah? Before they changed. I don't know why. Um Oh God, I forgot. What I was... Oh, wasn't there a Terriers in the tournament this year? Yeah, the uh, who was the Terriers? The, uh, aren't the Terriers? Was it Loyola the, uh... Chicago? No, they were the Retrievers. They're the Retrievers. I think the Terriers were the no. uh, Maryland Baltimore. No, the Maryland Baltimore County was the uh, retri- uh, the Golden Bay, the Chesapeake Retrievers, and then they had Loyola Chicago Ramblers. 
Well, who are the Terriers? I thought I saw Terriers, too. Eh, I don't know. You're crazy, man. Probably. Out of your damn mind. I like how you were totally about to look that up, and we're like, wait, I don't care. Well, the music's <laughs> playing. I don't have enough time. Oh, I actually want to know that. Hmm. Nope, don't care. In fact, don't care at all. <laughs> how would I look that up right now? What would I research? Terriers college team? Yeah. Call University Mascot Terriers. And then just find a little... It's too much effort. <laughs> I don't care. You were right. I don't care. I just love that I saw the thought process happening. You were ready to go, and then you paused and just stopped and looked up. I watch sports. Sports watch me. Stop. Okay. Please. All right. Not with, not with me. You can do it with Rudy Gobert, but don't do it with me. We'll be back next week, and we'll do the same crap we do every single week. Fantasy baseball, again, to remind you guys to switch to 730. So if you got those questions, you can hit us up. And, hey, find us throughout social media all week. If you got questions, we got no problem helping you guys out. At least Mike does. I don't have a problem. You just might not like my answers. Blazers up 59-42, 10 and a half left in the third quarter. We'll see how that goes, trying to wrap up the number three spot. Uh, for Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do. Like speak caveman. Caveman speak. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.